What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Animation Revaluation Podcast. As always, I am your host, Lizer. With me is Jay. What's up, Jay? Let's go! We back, baby. <laughs> We're actually live. No, I, I, <laughs> yes, sir. It's, it's good to be show. back on Twitch after a week. <laughs> it's not a shit show like last time. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. I don't, I don't even know how to describe that one. I just don't no. fully understand what happened. It just like OBS would just not connect to anything. <laughs> it just, it just wouldn't. It just said no. <laughs> How was your week, man? Uh, pretty good actually. I got nothing. I don't have too much to complain about. Got to do stuff and actually not bake for once in my house. That's always nice. Yeah. It's always a good feeling when you don't bake in your house. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> it has been pretty fucking hot. Oh, you shit, yeah. <laughs> I can't even it say has, it. It just, it just but has like, <laughs> it just has, yeah. <laughs> it, it's tough trying to keep a room cold, and then like it's just warm ten minutes later. It's just like, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I feel you on that. I, I get you. <laughs> uh, I've had a pretty okay week too. I wouldn't say anything major happened. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's been some, some ups and downs, but it's been okay. I'm out here. You know? I got your back, Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> I see you in the chat live, baby. <laughs> Purge just deletes everything. <laughs> when you purge a chat, you just delete you. all the messages. <laughs> I'm banning you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Not like this. <laughs> For anyone confused, like, I got a new chat, but I don't really know how it works yet, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we like to see. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we, we got we got a little a little something something this week. Uh, yeah, it was not, a little sun sign. Not an anime. My god. How refreshing. <laughs> 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 no weep shit. We watched uh, Anastasia. And for anyone who doesn't know, Anastasia was a animated musical film made in 1997 by uh, Don Booth and Gary Goldman. Not Oldman, Goldman. Through Fox Animation Studios. Fox, not Disney. You have no idea how many times I've had to fight with people about my favorite movie telling me that it's it's a Disney movie. Like, no. It is not. I don't care that you watched it on Disney Plus. It is a Fox movie. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, the movie is about a young girl named Anya, or young woman, I should say. Here, here she is. That's Anya. Anya. Uh, she lives in an orphanage and has no memory of her past. But what she doesn't know is that she's actually the missing princess, Anastasia Romanoff, who is a real person in real, or was a real person in real life, uh, that went missing, missing, and there was a whole thing about her, like, 
I'm the real Anastasia, no, I am. Like, that, that, that's a whole separate thing on its own. Um, us as viewers know that she's actually Anastasia, even though she doesn't, because the movie actually opens up with a scene where she's, like, in her castle with her family, and there's, like, a big party going on. And, um, she's real young at the time, she's a little girl. And she's with her grandma. And her grandmother gives her this, uh music box and says like hey when i'm away in paris you, you can you can play with this music box and it'll remind you of me and that's pretty much like a key plot point right there uh rasputin says hey you motherfuckers didn't invite me to the party i'm gonna curse you here's here's rasputin by the way fucking handsome as hell <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Brad, I think I don't think I've related, or not related, but like been uh, a villain so much. Besides, like besides him and like maybe Scar. Yeah. <laughs> so like <laughs> this is like a really big thing. So um, they have that that whole scene where the grandmother gets her the the music box, and it helps establish that she's very close to her grandmother. Um, in comparison to the rest of the family, at least from our point of view. Um, so the whole thing happens with Rasputin. He, if you see in this picture here, he's holding like this glass thing. It's called a reliquary. So basically what he did was sold his soul to, I guess, like the devil. And he got this glass thing and it's full of like evil magic. It takes the form of like a demonic bat creature. And he puts the curse on the entire Romanov family that they all they all will die within a fortnight. And then it just cuts to like people storming the castle. And we see like all this commotion happening and young Anastasia's trying to get away with her grandmother. Uh, a little boy who works in the castle opens a hole in the wall for them. And they're able to escape and they're running uh, the little boy gets knocked out by like the people who are raiding the castle and Anastasia drops her um, music box next to him we don't see what happens there uh, they keep going let me see if I have a picture of this when Rasputin uh... yeah so they're, they're running like on a frozen lake and Rasputin jumps down from like a bridge and gets the drop on them and he grabs Anastasia and he has this moment of like I got you haha bitch you ain't getting away and the ice actually breaks and he falls in he dies uh, Anastasia and her grandmother keep going they get to I don't what is it like a, was it a train or was it like a trolley I'd call it a trolley yeah I wouldn't necessarily call it a train because we saw a train yeah it was like you know those early tram buses that like were on guide yeah that's a trolley yeah Yeah. Uh, they get to that the grandmother gets on Anastasia's still running and they're trying to reach out for each other doesn't quite work um (laughs) Anastasia falls I think I have a picture of that do I? for face planning? I might I don't know (laughs) uh no I don't shit uh, but she falls, she hits her head, I guess, um, which is what causes her to 
black out and, and get her amnesia. Um, so she ends up living at an orphanage with... Let me see if I have it. Yeah, here we go. Flamenkoff. This old lady runs the orphanage and she's constantly coughing and, and like chucking up shit from her throat. So haha, get it? Flamenkoff. <laughs> uh, so I guess Aunt Anya, as she goes by now, kind of like ages out of their orphanage system. And Flamenkoff tells her, oh, go down the road, take a left, you'll end up at the fisherman's village. Anya doesn't want to do that though. She she feels like she has some purpose in life. It can't all just be have no family and then you know get fish and then die. So she decides, God give me a sign, and God gives her a sign in the form of a puppy that shows up at the crossroads exactly at the crossroads of to her left is the fisherman's village, to the right is uh, Saint Petersburg. She decides to go to the right. It must have been a sign. And we enter the song of um, Journey to the Past. Here's a shot from that. Which is a fucking beautiful song about basically being worried about the future. Would you, would you agree with that? It's like worried about the future but also looking forward to it. Yeah. Like, you don't know it's really ahead of you, but I want to see it anyways. Yeah, and it's it's weird how her future will reveal her past. <laughs> yeah. Really cool. Uh, this is where I started to tell you, because we, we did a group watch again. Um, like, you can really notice the, the animation, like, the work put into the animation. Yeah. Like, you could see when she would step in the snow and, like, the particles would move aside and everything. Fucking beautiful. Um... So she, she goes to St. Petersburg, and there she finds two men, Dmitry and Vladimir Vanya Voynitsky Vasilovich. That was a fucking mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking mouthful. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not, I'm not even mad. So here, here they go. That's Dmitry on, on the right. He's the, the pretty boy. Vlad is, is the chonker on the left. Fucking best character in the movie. Um, these two are con artists looking to cash in on the rumor that Anastasia's still alive because people are spreading that rumor all throughout St. Petersburg. They even did a whole song about her in the beginning of the movie. Um, she gets into the castle. She does this musical number called uh, Once Upon a December. Fucking beautiful. And it's actually the first hint we get to see that she still has some memory from when she was Anastasia. And she, she goes into this ballroom and she sees pretty much all her family members uh, dancing. And she sees her father and they have this dance together. And she she gets this nice dress out of nowhere, like through magic. But all of it's happening in her head, like all these faces. And she, she says, like, these are people that I don't remember. She gets caught by, by Vlad and Dimitri there, and she tries to run away, and she ends up running towards uh, a big picture of Anastasia and her family that are there. That's the one I put up earlier. And they see the resemblance that she has to the young princess, and they're like, hey, this girl could work in our scheme to, like, get the money 
to bring her back. So they convince her to come to Paris with them. Meanwhile, we have, after they, they decide, okay, we'll do this, we meet, well, it's, we don't meet him, we met him earlier, but we get to see Bartok again. What you think about Bartok? I like Bartok. <laughs> Bartok is this albino bat who is the animal sidekick to Rasputin. And he's been holding the reliquary in the castle this whole time, and he overhears them talking about Anastasia. And he's like, well, there's no way Anastasia can be alive because this thing doesn't work. And he, like, hits the reliquary. Suddenly <laughs> flares back to life. His leg gets caught in it, and it shoots off and brings him to um, Limbo, basically, where Rasputin is stuck at because he sold his soul. But technically, since Anastasia's alive, the Romanovs aren't dead. So now they both know that Anastasia's alive, and their plan starts all over again to kill her. And pretty much from here, the rest of the movie is just Dimitri and Vlad teaching Anya how to be Anastasia. Uh, there's a few hints here and there that show that she's the real deal because she begins to recall details of Anastasia's life that they never told her about. Like in that song, um, Learn to Do It. They're, yeah. they're, they're listing off like, oh, this is, you know, his un her uncle is this and that. And she's like, yeah, and I remember he had a yellow cat. And they're like, we, yellow we cat. didn't tell her about that. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> They survived two attempts on Anya's life, one on a train where they like overheat the uh, coal burner in the train and blow up the bridge. So they have to like stop their cart and then jump out of it before they die. And then another time they're on this boat. I think I have a picture of the boat. Yeah. Nice I, boat. I titled it Nice Boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're on this boat and like everything's all peaceful and everything they have this nice moment where Anya and Dimitri uh, dance together and that's where we first kind of get this moment of like oh they're into each other yeah here we go even Vlad notices it he's like I should have never let them dance um, they actually get pretty close to, to kissing but then the dog barks and they break it apart and Dimitri's like oh we gotta get the princess to where she needs to go um, but on this, after every, after all that happens, they go to sleep for the night, and the little demon things come, and, like, Freddy Krueger, her, like, they affect her dreams, and she sees, I think, her sisters, her brother, and her dad all, like, diving into this, uh, lake. So she starts, like, sleepwalking, and she gets to the edge of the boat, thinking that it's the edge of the cliff to jump in, and... You remember this is a kids movie. Yeah, <laughs> and they I was want like, her to commit oh, suicide. <laughs> oh, okay. And I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> it's like, wow. It's like seeing that for the first time was just like, mm. <laughs> yikes. <laughs> but uh, good old Dimitri saves her, and they finally make it to Paris, where they get to meet Sophie. Let me get a picture of Sophie. Grandma. Well, not uh, grandma, not, grandma. not yet. There we go, not Sophie. There That's Sophie is the grandmother's cousin, which I guess makes her like Anastasia's what third cousin or something like that. Third something like that. But she's also Vlad's interest. <laughs> and yeah, so she she does the whole routine of like 
asking her the questions because this has been Sophie's job basically is to ask all the questions to verify that this is Anastasia but all these questions are so well known that earlier the, the grandmother just said I'm tired of it I don't want any more people my Anastasia's gone like I no longer want to see anyone so they're trying to convince Sophie to let them go so she answers all the questions she's like yeah well you know you did it but she doesn't want to see anyone they're like please no you gotta do this so they convince her okay grandma's gonna be at a showing of cinderella tonight we'll go there i'll set up a meeting with you first we gotta go shopping though yeah. so they go for a night out on the town in paris where... there was like a there was like a odd like a oddly specific question that sophie asked yeah. uh anya and i was just like where did it's like oh okay she asked her how did she escape the castle during the siege yeah we were just like mm. yeah and she she says there was a, a boy that <laughs> a hole in the wall and then nobody else really reacted and then dimitri's like dimitri's like oh, oh shit <laughs> and he like we know we we get it at that point like oh shit dimitri's the boy like obviously we knew boy. already because he had the he had the music box uh-huh. but like he tries to tell vlad he doesn't get the chance to He's, he, like now Dimitri knows oh shit this is really Anastasia and I'm, I'm falling for her um, so they, they go for this this whole night on the town and they play the song uh, Patty holds the key to your heart do I have anything from you? let me see I don't think so nope I could have sworn I did but I don't Is it, a, is it a gif? Nope. Oh. <laughs> but it's basically like, here's all the things you can do in Paris. And throughout it, we have this thing of like, oh, Paris is fun for this and this and this. And the whole time, Dimitri is like having his own, like, breakdown kind of, of like, I'm in love with her. And she's finding herself in Paris and I have to let her go. I think that's when he finds out who's in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so eventually they, they, you know, they finish shopping. They get to the ballet. Uh, Anya's super nervous about meeting who might be her grandmother because she's she doesn't know she's actually Anastasia at this point. Um, they're sitting like across from her. And has to use like those opera telescopes to, to see her, like the binoculars that they hold up, like all fancy and shit, to see her. And finally, the show ends, and they're like, "Okay, we gotta go." Um, so they they go in, uh, Anya and Dimitri, and they wait outside the door. And Dimitri's like, "Okay, hold on, I'll go introduce you." So he goes in, and he's like, "Oh, I'm here to bring you the Grand Duchess Anastasia." Blah blah blah. And the grandma's having none of it. She's like, "I'm fucking tired of this shit." I don't want to deal with that anymore. Please leave me alone. And he's like, no, please, you have to. And she's like, don't I know you? Aren't you the scam artist from whatever this place is? And, and Anya can hear all of this outside. So he gets shooed out by like guards that appeared out of nowhere. And she overheard everything. So she smacks the shit at him. She's like, oh, you, you're just trying to use me for the money. And she leaves. And at this point, he's had it. He's like, listen, this is Anastasia. I no longer care about the money. I need to get her there. So 
after some convincing through the means of kidnapping, Dimitri gets the grandmother to meet Anya in the home that, they, that they're, I guess, renting. And that's when they finally realize that she is Anastasia because the grandmother asks her the questions again. And it's all very basic. She's like, okay, well, you know, you got it, but so did so many other people. And she starts to leave. And Anya smells peppermint on her. And she's like, I remember... I spilled a bottle of it on the carpet, and it smelled like peppermint forever, so I would curl up when you were gone in Paris, and the grandmother's like, oh shit, there's no fucking way that you would know this, and they get to sit down and like discuss things a little bit with each other, and she pulls out the music box, the, the grandmother does, and the whole movie, Anya has had this necklace that says together in Paris on her. And it turns out that that necklace is actually the key to opening the box. So they do, and Once Upon a December starts playing. And they start singing it together, and that's where the sudden realization came. Where, like, the grandmother broke down and gave her a hug and everything. It's like, oh, my Anastasia, you're back. Really nice moment, to be honest. Yeah, it was really touching, too. Here's that. Um... So the next day, or what I can assume is the next day, there might be like a couple days skip to alert everyone and to get her ready. Um, Anastasia's getting ready for her like grand reveal to the public. And the grandmother has a meeting with Dimitri where she's ready to give him like the 10 million bucks for bringing her to him. I mean, bringing her to her. And he actually turns down the reward money and he attempts to leave. Uh, I think he attempts to leave like Paris altogether, right? Like he tries to, yeah, he tries to get a ticket somewhere else, probably yeah. back to Russia. Um, and while he's doing this, Anastasia is lured out of the castle by Rasputin, who is now there in person, and with some help from Puka and Dimitri, who returns, she's uh, she's able to defeat Rasputin in, in battle. Uh, I make it sound like she was fucking decking him out. Uh, she she breaks the reliquary. She stays strapped. <laughs> she she breaks the reliquary, which like holds all his power and like I guess his soul. And he just fucking it was kind of like gruesome the way he died. <laughs> Let me see if I have it. I yeah. am inevitable. We, we see like his face melts off and like his bones just like dissolve to dust. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like it wasn't even a full dusting. It was skin, then bones, then dust. And then the dust got blown away. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, so this he, is a kid's movie. So he's permanently gone now. And um, apparently right then and there, she and Dimitri decide to leave fame and royalty behind and they end up eloping. And the movie with them out on a boat and they finally have their big kiss and it just ends there you get a nice little happy ending yeah yeah here here's like when he starts to die oh my god <laughs> i don't need that frame by frame <laughs> can i get a playback on that <laughs> run it back <laughs> I just want to say, this is my favorite movie. 
like probably just because of nostalgia purposes but this is definitely like my go-to like happy movie like if i'm feeling down i go back and watch this and i i just love it so much let me see it also has in my opinion one of the best villain songs in, yes in like an animated film He's like, you, you think of villain songs, especially like when it comes to like Disney stuff, and you'll think of like uh, Poor Unfortunate Souls or um, Be Prepared from Lion King. Mm-hmm. And like those are fucking, they slap. But In the Dark of the Night is so good. And that's just rescuing with all his like deep demonic bug things. Just singing, <laughs> like he's happily singing about how he's gonna kill Anastasia. Like, usually a, a villain song, it sounds dark. This doesn't sound like a dark song. And I think that makes it worse. Or better? <laughs> However you want to look at it. <laughs> but what did you think of the movie? I, I was a little lost in the beginning. Mm-hmm. For sure. But as, like, I saw more and more of the movie. And actually, like kind of fitting in piece by piece I actually, I actually really enjoyed this movie I definitely would watch it again yeah it's fucking good this, <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely a first time I've seen this too I've heard of it but I've never seen it this is very much like a cult film like it did successful for, especially for the time uh-huh. but it's considered a cult film because like nobody really remembers it very often it wasn't super popular like even though it did well it wasn't super popular I fucking love it do you have any like favorite scenes or anything or like one of, uh, maybe one of the songs that you liked the definitely in the dark of the night was like a really good song <laughs> <laughs> that shit hit so hard <laughs> I also really enjoyed, um, it was a scene where she walked into the old castle for the first time, and it was just, like, all the paintings on the walls, and just, like, we kind of sat there, and it was just, like, you know, the candelabra is, like, cost a fortune, <laughs> you know, everyone wants to take everything else, there's a solid gold candelabra on the table. Yeah, because they had that moment before where they were singing on Rumor in St. Petersburg, and they're like, uh, I have this, this portrait, it's Romanov, I swear, and it's like, I'm selling this guy's pajamas by the pair, it's like, okay, cool, so they raided the castle and, and took shit, but then we see, like, these plates that have gold lining and, like, this fully gold candelabra, and it's like, what are you guys doing? This costs so much money! It's like, uh, okay. They even have like the ornate like vases or vases. Yeah. It was just like okay. You said uh you said Vlad was your favorite? Vlad is definitely one of my favorite characters. Bro, absolutely bro, dude. He is (laughs) Vlad can be like my best man in my life. (laughs) (laughs) He was just there for it and then like like we we're introduced to him as like this this con artist dude and he's just like very down to earth <laughs> but he always had like this regal air about him and i just assume like oh it's because he's like an older character or something and then at the end it's revealed that he was like part of the royal court 
Yeah, that took me by surprise. I mean, considering that, like, the first time we, we, or one of the first scenes we seen him in, he was eating by standing up and putting his leg up, up on the chair. Had his like, like, right. Like, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was really confused and I was just like, he doesn't seem like an ass. Like, at all. No. And then we, fi we find out later about a little bit about his past. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. What, what always confused me was, um, let me see if the the portrait that she stands in front of mm -hmm. that they're like oh she kind of looks like Anastasia the dog is in that portrait this is easily like 10 years that has passed since she was a child mm -hmm. how the fuck is that dog still alive is is Puka <laughs> supposed to be the same dog I don't think I I I, I don't know bro <laughs> the dog <laughs> the dog yeah I loved how he, like, he's the first one to point out that they have an obvious attraction to each other, um, Dimitri and, and Anya. Mm. And he's also, like, keeping track of how many times, like, Anya beats Dimitri <laughs> in, like, an argument and stuff, and she has, like, 20 wins and Dimitri has one. <laughs> he's just, like, tallying it in his book. I, I do enjoy that she's just not there, like she's fiery, you know? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I, here's them on the boat, by the way, when they kiss at the end. It's not the kiss, boat. <laughs> this? Oh, yeah, here's. They have a little, a little sleepover. Yeah. Oh yeah, right there. The the picture that she shows her. And she's like, oh, I drew that when I was a kid. And my sister said that it looked like a a pig riding a donkey or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I think I have an actual. Like, yeah. Here's a better picture of it. That's a real drawing by the real Princess Anastasia. Oh wow. Yeah. They kept that shit historically accurate, bro. <laughs> <laughs> At least for that part. You know, by the, by the time the Romanovs fell, their Rasputin was no longer around, so obviously he's not the reason for that. <laughs> um, I have a fun fact for you about this movie, actually. Shoot. This is actually a remake. Aww. Yep. This, this is actually a remake. Uh, the original was live action and was not a musical. <laughs> here's, a, here's a little side-by-side -side image of that. Yo, this head shiny. <laughs> so the thing about the original, and I guess in turn I could also say, um, the Anastasia was also adapted to a Broadway musical. Um, neither of them are exactly the same as the animated musical. In, in fact, the Broadway musical, I would say, is, is more in line with the original version of, of Anastasia. Uh, because there's no Dimitri, there's no Rasputin. Instead, our villain is, um, he's like a son of a, like a military man that helped take down the, the Romanovs, I believe. And he's, he's also joined the military and he's like looking for Anastasia. 
but he falls in love with Anya not knowing that she's Anastasia so he has to like choose like that kind of thing um, yeah they both they both follow that plot line uh, only difference is obviously in, in the Broadway musical there's a soundtrack mm-hmm. <laughs> the original I mean, was fucking Broadway without a soundtrack yeah <laughs> Not a lot of people know that though. Like I, when the Broadway musical came out, people were complaining about that change, and I was like, I mean, technically that's how it's supposed to be. Mm. It basically combined the two. They took all the music from the from the animated movie and put it into the original. What else do I have for you? Um, it's full of fucking famous actors. I don't know if you noticed. If you were able to like pick out any voices, um, mm, not really. So, Anastasia herself, the older version, is voiced by Meg Ryan, and the younger version of her is is played by Kirsten Dunst, who was a kid at the time. It's probably around the same time she did like Kiki's Delivery Service. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Dimitri is voiced by John Cusack, and Vlad is played by Kelsey Grammer, who, like, some of the old people will probably know is, like, Frasier. Mm. Uh, Bartok is Hank Azaria, who, probably his most well-known role is, is Moe on The Simpsons. And then Rasputin is, uh, Christopher Lloyd, who is, uh, the, the doc in Back to the Future. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that voice sounded familiar. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then uh most shocking to me is actually um the Dowager Empress, the the grandma. Mm-hmm. She's Angela Lansbury who is like famous on Broadway. Hmm. It's like big, big classic Broadway name. Let me see what else do I have for you. Did I tell you that there was a spin-off? Yes. Yeah. I think you mentioned you mentioned to me like when we finished, yeah. When we finished the movie, you actually mentioned it to me. My boy Bartok. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's called. Like, it's, it's like a lot of Bartok. So it was like his his like. It was, is it the same? Uh, Bartok. I mean, I doubt it because it's like hundreds of years earlier. <laughs> unless, well, they, unless they try uh, to pull some magical bullshit. Which I, I mean, I guess isn't entirely out of the realm of possibilities considering how much magic was in the movie. That's fair. But in, in Bartok the Magnificent, it's, um, I'm gonna assume it's his, like, ancestor. He's, uh, like a traveling magician, and, like, all his magic is fake. He has, like, a, a bear sidekick, and they stumble upon, like, this whole thing of, like, uh, uh, this woman has a kid locked up in a castle, and they gotta figure out a way to save him by doing this quest, and they meet Baba Yaga, which is a big, you know, Russian folklore thing. She's a witch. Mm. And they, they break this curse, and the woman turns into, like, a dragon, and they gotta fight her, and they free the kid at the end. And then it turns out the kid is actually, like, Nicholas I of Russian, which is Anastasia's uh, ancestor. So it was cool how they, like, tied it up there. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's a cute little side movie. I used to have it on VHS, and now that I have the Anastasia Blu-ray, it came with it. Oh, score! Yeah. And then I was talking before about them arguing. 
This was such a good line. Dimitri, do you really think I'm royalty? You know I do. Then stop bossing me around. <laughs> just his face of like this bitch. The audacity. <laughs> yeah, um honestly I, I i kinda hate that it's on Disney, to be honest. Like it's it's cool that it gives people easy access to see it. And don't get me wrong, I love Disney stuff. But the idea back when this movie was being made was that you don't need a huge Disney level budget to make you know, a truly quality and engaging film like this. And it, it kind of, like, snubs that now that Disney owns it. It's like, it it kind of makes it feel like it was all for nothing. I'm still glad the movie exists, though. It's still my favorite movie. I'm glad I can just watch it whenever, even though I have the Blu-ray. Insert that as quote here. <laughs> what did it cost? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. Definitely, this is a beautiful movie. I'm not like a. Not a huge movie person anymore. I used to be. Yeah, same. Do you remember this scene? Oh no. <laughs> Grandmama, it's me, Anastasia. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's like the same age as the grandma. <laughs> I was like, okay. Here's an example of, like, the really good animation of, like, how everything just disappears and, like, the magic drips off of her. The magic drip. <laughs> or, like, the snow particles and everything. The way her hair, like, I, I was just really impressed. Yeah. There was even a scene, I, I was gonna point it out when we were watching it, but it was during, like, a crucial moment of the movie. Uh-huh. But Anastasia takes the necklace off, and her hair like flips with the necklace hitting the back of her head, and that actually happened when we watched um, uh, Iron Fortress, uh-huh. and we had pointed that out, and we we're like, wow, the animation's really good for them to do that. This was like <laughs> 20 years before that, <laughs> and done by hand. <laughs> it's like, holy fuck. <laughs> I love this movie. This is easily like a 10 out of 10 for me. I definitely give it a 9. I can't give it a 10. Not yet. Because I, I do want to see that uh, that side film. I, I can <laughs> definitely give time. it a 9. Yeah. I can definitely give it a 9 for sure. I'm, I'm okay with that. I didn't even expect that much, honestly. Really? Yeah, like I yeah. know I hold it in such a high regard, but I don't expect others to. That's fair. No, I, I'm just really like, I'm I'm not a huge movie person, but like I, I can really like a good story and really good quality animation. Yeah. There's also the, the fact that it's uh, it's a musical, and I know not a lot of people are into musicals. I'm a big musical fan, especially like Broadway level stuff. Mm-hmm. So this definitely like if this was new to me, it would have hit just because of that. I think I have to I have to warm up to musicals because again not like I definitely wasn't like a big musical person either. But if you got good music, I'm in. Yeah, I just can't I I just can't always deal with people singing all the time. <laughs> it, it was that it was the the singing in this movie made the story. Yeah, like it filled in 
missing gaps. Yeah, like they're not just singing to sing. It's it's kind of like they use it kind of like a time skip maneuver. Yeah, like just to speed through stuff a little bit. That and also like giving like subtle information. Yeah. So like there was the the rumor in Saint Petersburg. It's like oh everyone knows Anastasia's alive somewhere, but we're just not allowed to say it. And mm-hmm. then like uh the whole like if you can learn to do it and she she does the whole yellow cat thing and it's like oh shit she remembers mm. she's like slowly getting her memory back yeah. at that point it's like subtle details like that i would like it's never really stated but at the, at the end does she have her memory back or not because she she has the whole sit down with her grandmother and they, they they're talking about the family and everything but it doesn't seem like she fully has it I think that's probably also some part of the reason why she just wanted to leave the royalty behind. Bro, she, she dropped everything for the dick. <laughs> <laughs> she dropped it for the D, bro. Let's go. <laughs> Dimitri truly out here winning. Oh man, do you think Dimitri knows who's in Paris? Oh yeah, he was definitely in Paris. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it though. That makes me happy. You really did. Like the whole time we were watching, I just kept telling you, like, yo, I got the biggest smile on my face right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, got the, I got the biggest, dumbest smile on my face right now. It's like. Me also having a dumb smile on my face <laughs> while watching the movie. Oh man! And all I had to do was give my computer aids. For real? <laughs> for this small, this small price to pay for salvation? I can't believe I rented this movie and it was a black screen. <laughs> <laughs> what type of bullshit is that? Gotta love it. <laughs> Got him. Oh fuck. <laughs> Alright, but now it's your turn. Did you ever decide on something you wanted for us to watch? I know you were having some trouble with that. I was so, I was I was having trouble and then it like kinda dawned on me and I was like, huh. <laughs> That's usually how it happens to me too. Yeah. And I was just thinking about it and I was like, hmm. This sounds really nice right about now. And I was like, oh, okay. This is not hard. Ta-da. You fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> How fucking dare you? You come to my house. <laughs> you, you fucking shit on my sofa. <laughs> and dare to call me an animal? <laughs> oh man, I can't I wait. I didn't want to do this. Yep, let's oh, go. Man. Gotta put your big boy pants on. Fuck no, I'm home. I don't wanna wear pants. <laughs> Indeed. Come to my house, tell me to wear pants. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. my god, I, I knew it was gonna happen someday. <sighs> I was like, eh. pictures. Yes, see. You put up fucking Violet Emogarden and Violet Because <laughs> it was like both of them. I was like, eh. Yeah, both of these nuts. You see. <laughs> oh my god. 
So should I get the tissues now or later? I literally have like the fucking <laughs> puffs plus lotion on my <laughs> desk right now. <laughs> oh, we, we, we're gonna go through it together. Don't don't worry. I, I promise. I'm gonna have a fucking like anxiety attack. <laughs> Perhaps it, it might happen. I'm like, I can't watch this. Why asthma? <laughs> huh? <laughs> what the fuck? I can't breathe. I can't breathe. <laughs> Alright, well, tune in next week for Violet Evergarden. Is that a show or is it a movie? It's a show. It's a show, right? There is a movie, There's, right? There is a movie, yes. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man, I'm gonna cry so much this week. They're gonna be funny. No. I'm gonna listen to so many fucking Apple Bottom Jean covers after this. Oh fuck yeah, <laughs> I don't understand why they hit so hard. That <laughs> and probably the Home Depot fucking like yeah, cool. remix. That's why I'm gonna be crying to the Home Depot thing. <laughs> <laughs> it plays for an hour. Oh. <laughs> All right, well tune in next week for that. Tune in next bye week bye. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Bye.